All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Brian has a lovely friend from out of state that loves coming in and spending some naughty time with him. So Brian is going to be retelling that story today. I know almost nothing about it other than maybe a little naughty video clip that I was able to see. So we'll be talking about that shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of French Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site, and it's not just a way to meet other lifestylers. It's also a great place to immerse yourself in lifestyle information. For example, you can jump on communities in your area or our community called Front Porch Swingers. You can also get into the forums and talk with other lifestylers about an array of different topics and just learn more about this space, especially if you're a newbie. This is a great place to be. And right now, Cassidy is offering our listeners 30 free days. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner. Try it for free. We hope you love it as much as we do. So this was a very, very vanilla week for us. I'm just going to warn everyone in advance. Oh, yeah. I think we have some really good shit to talk about. Yes. But, you know, if you're coming to a lifestyle podcast to hear about lifestyle shit, you might be out of luck. Well, there is definitely some uh, some spicy stuff to talk about. I'm sure I had an amazing time with just an incredible lady that unfortunately I don't get to see that often because she does live out of state. But just we just did some fun shit. You know, we just we needed to decompress. We really did. We needed to take the step back. We basically have now taken two weeks off from lifestyle stuff. Well, yeah. Okay. So we obviously had our event. Right. I'm talking about fucking. But us personally engaging with others, we took a couple of weeks off. Yep. And we, well, first of all, we were fucking busy. We got so much shit going on getting ready for these fucking events. And then it was like, you know, I really, I just wanted to clear my mind because now I'm eager to get back in the saddle. Me too. I have potentially a date set up if we can pull it off on Thursday. Ooh. So... I, with whom? My lovely redheaded friend that we were supposed to go to the concert with last night, but couldn't make it. Oh, that'll be fun, though. Yeah. She's so sweet. Uh, just a, she, I adore her. But we did take two weeks off, pretty much, because we just needed to fucking recalibrate. Yep. And we have so much lifestyle work going on, it really did just bleed into our personal lives on a, on a, not, in not a great way. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because we obviously we've we've definitely well, we we get a lot of shit for a lot of things. But one of the things that we get a lot of pushback from people on is like, you guys are so active in this space. And, you know, why are you so active? I don't give a fuck what people think. But at the same time, these two weeks taking it off basically from fucking other people, it was needed. And I realized there needs to be more of that balance. Yeah, but we don't need it. And we didn't do it because someone else thought we should. I give two fucks what anybody else thinks. Oh, no, 100%. We did it because we were finally were like, you know what? I, first of all, we're doing so much work getting all of these events. We have events planned now all the way through March of 24 right now. And it was like, okay, look, uh, my head is fucking spinning. Yep. And I can't even wrap my head around the idea of being intimate with 
someone else right now, right. right? I just don't want to put myself in that spot because I don't feel like I'm going to do it justice anyway. Right. So let's just take a fucking break. So we did. We did all kinds of just dumb vanilla shit, you know? But in doing so, we've been to some fucking amazing concerts in the last two weeks. We just went to an 80s night. Holy oh, shit, was that a blast. I think I was the only person there that was not actually born in the 80s or alive in the 80s, you I should say. You and the say. servers were because... the only, only people not alive in that era. But the fucking music, <laughs> The band was amazing. It it brought back so many memories for me from fucking high school and all that shit. Music I had not heard in fucking years. Yeah. You know, it was a blast. So we did a lot of that stuff. We have been having music and cocktail nights at home. Which you know? was so much fun last yeah, night. Oh so my gosh. Great. In fact, we have a... It, it hurts me to even say this, that we have a hurricane coming because it's fucking ridiculous. We live in the desert. We live in fucking Las so Vegas. So people here are losing their shit over this ridiculous idea of a hurricane. First of all, if you spit on the strip, it floods. Right. Okay, we live in the desert. Anyway, I did go to the store yesterday and get provisions because you know the roads are going to be flooded to some degree and who knows, we're probably going to lose power because that happens. So I got everything that we need, including whiskey and ice <laughs> and some mixers the and meats and shit. cheeses. Got exactly what we need to be hunkered down for the day, right? Meat, cheese, and booze. So I'm hoping, <laughs> that's exactly what I did during uh, Hurricane Harvey in Houston. That's all I did. I had booze and meat and cheese. That was it. But I had to do that for like three days. So here... We're just going to fuck. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to being locked in. I know. Well, tomorrow. So as we're recording this, it is Sunday. Yeah. As you're listening, probably it's Monday or after. On Monday, we don't plan to leave the house at all. No, we're, we're just going to hunker down. We're going to work. Yeah. We're going to hang out with each other. Yeah. Probably sit on your face at some point. Probably day drink and do some work at the same time. <laughs> oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah, that's, what we're, that's what's going to happen. So If you see any crazy social media posts tomorrow, you know it's because we're boozing it up in the middle of the yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably just lock my phone up for <laughs> obvious reasons. Although if we do a, you know, we do like a live tomorrow, it'll be really interesting. Oh, God. Yeah. It'll be so unhinged. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, a lot of cool shit. Shit. And and I like I said I just fucking needed it. I just needed to recalibrate. Well, it was nice too because I also was able to go out and do some things with friends. Like yesterday, yeah. I went to the Barbie movie with our delightful friend and Jade. Yeah. And the three of us went and had an absolute blast. And then I went to dinner with a friend last night. So you know, it's just been a really good balance of you and me time, work time. Me being social with other people, which was delightful. You know, it's just been great. Yeah. And I've gone out just locally. I've, you know, I go to the gym in the morning. I'll come to the studio, do some work. But then I'll go and I'll just sit and have a cup of coffee over by our place and just relax. And, and it's just nice to not have to fucking think about scheduling work and play dates and all that stuff and having it kind of melded together because I, I felt like I was really doing my play partners a disservice, honestly, because while I enjoy immensely the time I spend with them, my in my mind, it's like, I got to get going. I got work to do. Yeah. Like, I, I got to get these five things done. You know what I mean? It, I, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. When your mind is in so many different places like that, it's not good for anyone. No. So I also want to throw this out there. If you guys did not hear our bonus episode from last week, you absolutely must go listen to it. I still it. haven't listened to it. It is so good. I thought you did such a nice job interviewing Roderick, who is the filmmaker behind an upcoming documentary about the E&M lifestyle. It's called Open a Journey Through Love. Yeah. And it is from the perspective of people that are lifestyle. Roderick and his amazing wife are lifestylers. Yes. So this is not some sensationalized bullshit. This is a legitimate documentary that is simply trying to show people what it's truly like to be ethically non-monogamous. And the interview is so good. So please go listen to it if you haven't yet. Well, I did that on a Sunday after we had, we had a Saturday pool party and we had teas that night. So we were running from 11 a.m. 
until 2 a.m. I did that at like 1 in the afternoon that next Sunday. I don't even remember the questions I was asking. I was so fucking out of it. So fortunately, it came out great. I adore both uh, Roderick and his partner. And fortunately, they were in town. They were here for the pool party with us. And so I got to do it in our studio face-to-face, which I'm only doing that from now on. Obviously, anytime I do an interview, I won't do it remotely. I hate that shit. Yeah. So I have a bunch of those planned for uh, during Podbash. We have some folks coming in early. So I'm going to be able to do that. But it was such a great time seeing them and just having that conversation with them. Obviously, I remember big pieces of it because it was important to me to get some information out. But I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. I haven't yet. uh, And I certainly will. We've gotten great feedback from it. And it's something I'm looking forward to. We used to do bonus episodes a lot. Uh, We just got away from it because we got so fucking busy. Yeah, I loved it. Great job. Okay, I want to talk about what happened at our event this Thursday, too, because I think this is interesting. A lot happened. Okay, so it was a great event. Great turnout. We had over 100 people there. Very attractive crowd of people. Very well put together. Very sophisticated. Absolutely loved it. There was a gentleman that was there that has come to a couple of the events in the past. He and I have never really talked. I've just seen him from across the room. You know, I'm sure I've introduced myself, but I've never sat and had a conversation with him. I finally did this past Thursday. Really nice guy. And we, we clicked. We just, you know, had this kind of immediate connection with each other. Very good chemistry. And then playtime starts, like the doors open, because at our events, we... We keep the playrooms closed until the doors are closed for the night. Right. We open the doors at 8, close at 10. If you're not in by 10, you don't get in. And then 10 o'clock, we open the playrooms. Right. So 10 o'clock hits, and he disappears. He's completely gone. And he comes back up to me at, like, midnight, two hours into the playrooms being open, and is like, hey, if you're interested, let me know. And I'm like... Uh, I really don't like that. And here's, we talked about this on previous episodes. It's not that I am some like selfish bitch that's like, oh, you have to play with me. But I don't like being people's second or third or fourth choice. I just like, if you, if you're more attracted to somebody in the room, that's totally okay. I'm not assuming ever that anyone finds me the most attractive person in the fucking room. You have a lot of options available to you. We fucking stack the deck at our events with beautiful people. So I totally get it. I just don't like the idea of and I think I would have been his third of the evening you know it is like a hygiene thing to me which we've talked about before too like I don't like I don't like the idea of like okay your mouth has been on somebody else's pussy and now I'm gonna kiss you like I don't know that's I know that that's just a weird neurotic thing for me and I'm not judging it's just one of those weird ways that my brain works but for me it's much more about I don't want to feel as if you found other people more attractive and you're still ready to fuck so now you want to come fuck me third it's a consolation prize and I I, I, listen I'm the same way and I don't really give a shit what anybody thinks about it for me it is a hygiene thing for sure but it's also like if there's an interest then fine we can have that conversation if you have more of an interest in someone else by all means explore that sure that does not mean that if that does or does not work out for you that i am going to be prepared to then engage with you after especially if it doesn't work out for you. Yeah. Absolutely not. I already got it. I am not 100% your type. There's no reason to force a round peg into a square hole. Right. I'm not going to do that. Well, I do. I think I probably was his type. It's just that he was with two very attractive women prior to me that he probably had a little bit more interest in. That's totally okay. I'm just never going to be a third choice. That's just, I, I don't like feeling that way. And I do think it proves, you know, a lot of people, we got a lot of shit about this when I talked about it on the podcast. 
podcast previously, like about the, you know, the partnered guy that I see and the fact that he went off and played and then came back up to me yeah. and I told him to go brush his teeth again because well, I wasn't going to play with him until yeah, then. Yeah, go wipe your balls, dude. And and people were just like, you're at a lifestyle event. What do you expect? Blah, 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 blah. I get it. Everyone does their own shit in the lifestyle. You can do the lifestyle in any yeah, way you but so I hate choose. But I hate that answer, though. It's the lifestyle. It's okay. No, 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 no. Just because it's okay for you does not make it okay for me. Right. We just had someone reach out to us about the cost of a ticket to come to Podbash. Right. No, it's not cheap. But the fucking venue isn't cheap. This isn't at the Motel 6 do drop in right. fucking, you know, uh, you get free cable, free HBO, and the fucking bed vibrates. That's not <laughs> what's happening. And that's fine if that's the kind of place that you want to host or attend an event. I am not hosting or attending that event. Right. That's just me. And if I wouldn't go or have you go, I'm certainly not going to provide that kind of fucking environment. So I get it. If it's too much, listen, I, I get, I got it. It's expensive. This shit is not cheap. You have to decide for yourself what makes sense. But don't tell me that, well, it's just a lifestyle event. What's the difference? Uh, well, a there's lot. a big fucking difference <laughs> to me. So I, I get it. It's not everybody's deal. Like you don't want to be second or third or fourth or whatever. I don't either, which is also why I, I don't play at events very often. And if I do, it's pre-planned and it's somebody I know, right? right? Otherwise, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. Right. You know. Oh, and listen, here's the other thing: we do an exceptional job of making sure that the environment is clean and prepped at our events, at our hotel takeovers. The rooms are flipped. It's constant. We have third-party staff that does it. We have on-property staff that does it. It's constant. However, three hours into an event, when rooms are running and gunning, I don't want to get on the bed. Oh, well, that's just your weird fucking neurotic shit. I just shit. don't want to. Why? What does it matter? It has I, a fucking new sheet and everything I on it. I don't care. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I find that weird. I'm I mean, a weirdo. And again, again, just because I find it weird doesn't mean you're fucking wrong. That's no. the whole point of this conversation. But my whole thing is, you know, I'm going to start telling guys this at events. Like, hey, I'm not trying to be a bitch here or anything like that. But if you want to play tonight, I need to be first. That's all there is to it. Well, the good news is there are plenty of people who don't care. Exactly. So what's the difference? Yep. Right? It's no issue then. It shouldn't be an issue. For me, it's an issue. The clean room is an issue. The f I, Listen, the few times I've played at our events, what do I do? Instantly when the room's open, I go right to the room because I'm the first one there. We have made the bed. I know it's clean. We set the room up. I'm the first one there. Right. And, and it's also very different at like a hotel takeover because there different. have been times where I've played with multiple people at a hotel takeover, but you have a room and you can go back to it and you can completely shower. shower. Clean, you can yeah. change your clothes. You can brush yeah. your teeth. You can use your mouthwash. So that's a very different thing when you're at an event and the only option you have for cleaning up is water and whatever you fucking brought with you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So very different. It's just a different thing. I don't know. I get it. I'm neurotic. I don't fucking care. I want to talk about it because it's uh, part of how I feel about things. And I, what I'm really learning about, like the feedback we receive and stuff on the podcast, is I don't care. Well, no. I, I, of course, I want people to enjoy the show, but if I have an opinion that's not a popular one and you don't like it, I don't care. Well, but that's the whole idea, right? The the difference of opinion just generates, you know, I would like to think intelligent banter. If someone can change my mind, I'm happy to have that conversation. Oh, and I would love that. That's the thing is, I do love when people reach out and they go, "Hey, this is maybe a different way to think about it." There's a woman on Reddit. Reddit that I talk with all the time. She knows who she is. A from Texas. You are a fucking delight. And she'll reach out and provide very different viewpoints on certain things. And I'm like, man, I hadn't even fucking thought of that. Yeah, unfortunately, that's she's different. the rarity. Yeah, that's different than you're a fucking bitch, Brenna, because you said X, Y, Z. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm an asshole because, you know, I have 
very strong opinions about things. I don't care. I I do what I do when I I'm not going to change that because someone else wants me to. That's not going to happen. Yeah, this is just who we are. Yeah, like, I, yeah. Look, we tell people all the time: if you meet us, if you don't like us on the show, you're certainly not going to like us in person <laughs> because I am the exact same way. In fact, I'm worse because here you fucking edit me out. You can't edit me in person. Although sometimes you try, you definitely try. Like, I squeeze your leg. Like, oh, it drives Brian, me fucking. Shut I wanna, the fuck up. Oh, I want to just snatch your hand off when you do that to me. <laughs> drives me nuts. So yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm sorry, but yeah, that whole concept doesn't. I don't get that. Let's talk about something else that happened at the event. I thought this was interesting. A gentleman attended that we had met a week or so prior at someone else's event that we went to to support. <clears throat> nice enough guy, an attractive guy. He's close to my age. He's an experienced guy, was coupled at one point. He is now a single guy in the space. He came to our event. He did not enjoy himself. He said straight up he didn't have a good time. And I thought that was interesting. And of course, you asked him why. Too much competition. I got the feeling that, that there, was too, there was too many guys and I'm not going to be everybody's type. And um, there was, it, it seemed like people already knew each other. Here's the interesting thing. The real hot wives of Las Vegas events typically, historically, are 50-50. Regular people and new people. Why? Because it's a tourist town and people are constantly coming through it, right? right. So you've got a 50-50 ratio of new and, and regular folks. And there was 112 people, I think, was the, the total in, uh, number that night, that Thursday. So you've got over 60 folks who have never stepped foot in that building before. This is a hot wife event. There are single guys. Yes, you have competition. But this is a guy who's in shape. He's well-groomed. He's Clean cut. He's attractive. Good looking dude. Could, abso- could absolutely hold his own in any room. Absolutely. He got in his own head, had a conversation with some folks who had already had plans to meet someone most likely, and that threw him off his game. If, you, if you're going to be in this space as a single dude, you got to be prepared to pivot, man, especially in an environment like that. Yep. That environment's tough for single guys. You've got to be Johnny on the spot and you've got to be a little better than than the next guy. Well, and the other thing that I always tell guys is this is a gentleman who was partnered and is now single. Yep. And there are a lot of single men in that position because they had so much fun as a coupled person. And so much success. In the lifestyle, yeah. They just had all of these great memories and great experiences. And I think that they have they have very skewed expectations of an event like that comparatively to when they were a partner person. Well, right? sure. They are. Yeah. They think they're going to experience the same level of success. What they don't realize is that not having that partner is a huge detriment to you when you're not accustomed to that. You don't even know how to behave with people at that point. Yes. You, you have know? to like completely relearn the lifestyle. I mean, it yeah. really is. And I, I feel for guys in that position. I really do because it's like everything that worked for you in the past is no longer going to work for you. Exactly. And I'm also not saying that that's okay. Part of it, like we've talked about many times, is this bureaucracy, this this fake hierarchy, hierarchy yeah. that exists in the lifestyle where, you know, couples think that other couples are awesome and single men suck ass. And that's just like the rule across the board, which we all know is fucking insane. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you do have to realize that you are going to have very, very different challenges than when you were a coupled person. And I think it's about going into those environments with zero expectation. If he had come into that party and had no expectation other than chatting with some people, he would have left happy. Right. Instead, he came in with this expectation of, oh, when I used to go to the club with my wife, I fucked all night long. Well, the other thing is, and we tell this to people all the time, especially the single guys, we tell guys this. At those particular events, at 8 o'clock, the doors open. 
the doors close at 10, playrooms open at 10. That's two hours of time that you have to interact with people without any concern for what happens next until 10 o'clock arises, right? So you've got basically a cocktail hour for two hours that you can interact with people. Don't show up at 9.45 expecting to connect with people who have already been there for an hour yep. connecting with people. You're behind You're behind the eight ball, well, especially if you're a single dude. That's one of the reasons that I usually don't play at those Thursday night events because right. I'm in work mode until doors close, right? Yeah. I'm giving tours. I'm talking about club etiquette. We're checking people in, all of that kind of stuff. So I don't have those first two hours to really connect and chat with people. No. So by the time playrooms open, most people already have their target set and are off fucking, yeah, which I love. I mean, that's totally okay with me. I'm just saying it's one of those things that people need to understand. We do those two hours for a reason so that you can really talk to people yeah. and develop that chemistry. If there is no chemistry, you can move on to the next before the playroom's open. Right. That's the whole idea. So, yeah, I mean, use use that time to your advantage. If you have the opportunity to go to an event that does that where it's like a, you know, kind of a meet and greet for the first hour or two or whatever, and then the opportunity arises for play, that gives you a chance to, like, connect with people and kind of see where your levels are, you yep. know? And otherwise, you're just, you're, I mean, you're flying blind, yep. you know? Yeah, that's a great single guy tip of the week, too. Like, if you are newer to this space or you're very seasoned in this space, but you're new to being a single man in this space, temper your expectations. Don't walk into a room expecting that you are going to fuck all night long just because you're in a place where that's welcomed. You know what I mean? Yeah, Because sure. this is a room full of women and couples that want to interact with single men. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they want to interact with you specifically and that's okay. Well, that's the other thing people don't understand about specific, like hot wife specific events. There are not a lot of them in Vegas. We, I don't even know of another. I think one we're the only one yeah, that's not do it, a, at least consistently. Yeah, there's not another like hot wife specific event. When you're a single dude and you get to go to those, you really need to take that fucking opportunity because there's only, okay, not only there's only one good club in town that allows single men on Friday nights. Right. You can go to some clubs in town as a single dude seven nights a week. I don't recommend it unless you're, you know, up. I don't think any of them are open seven not days a seven, week. Not but, seven, but, you know, they're, they're open more often. Yeah, every time they're open, they allow single men, right. but they're not good clubs. No, I don't recommend it unless right. your shots are up to date. <laughs> so, um, you know, you got you really do need to to take those advantages, you know, when, they, when they're presented yes, to Yes, but also don't walk in foaming at the fucking mouth for no. play. Well, that's Just what happens, though. Yes, exactly. It's like, okay, once a month, I know I'm going to this event, right. and I know I want to get laid, and so that is my laser focus for the fucking night. The other thing I'll say about that is women can smell that shit from a mile away. Mile away. I can smell desperation down the fucking block, yep. man. And it is it doesn't smell good. It smells skunky. Let me yeah. tell you that, okay? Yeah. When you're yeah, when you are that eager and thirsty, yep. it doesn't work for you. No. Nope. It just it won't work. So instead just walk in and be like, just be friendly yeah, and enjoy it. whatever lands in your fucking life. Well that's the thing. This is a local guy. He can come anytime he wants. He's in the scene. He and he knows the space. So it's like, what do you want to rush for? You can make connections here, and, and you don't have to fuck tonight. You can make connections for the next week with people who are local. Yep. You know that's the thing. They just get ahead of themselves. Yeah. You know? Well, I use events like that. I always say, yeah, those sure. are like speed dating opportunities for they me. Are. You know what I mean? Yeah, they absolutely are. So yeah, I, it was really unfortunate, but you know you do have to take those things into consideration when you're you know when you got all the factors that that guy's got. Yeah. So while we were. I don't want to say on a hiatus, but we did take a break. I have some shit planned this week. You potentially have some shit planned this week. My juices are flowing now. <laughs> I, 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 Naughty. What juices? Yep. Now, well, now I'm ready to go <laughs> because it really did, you know, taking some time off puts things into perspective and I want to get back to having some fun. Also, we are 
very close to some events. We're going to an event in Tucson, Hot Wife of Palooza, the second weekend of September. Then Pod Bash. I'm fucking gearing up, man. I'm just, I'm just getting ready. Well, and unlike you, because you're completely stepping back from couples for the most part. But listen, I'm look. I have no, no couples, not doing it. Okay, for me, by the end of September, my goal is to meet a local couple that I actually want to fuck. Okay. Now they I have they been... have to be local because I don't want it to be a one and done and I want to be able to meet them and then probably not play the same day. I want to be able to go meet them, sit, have a drink, check out the chemistry, make sure it's right for everyone involved, set boundaries and then play another time. But I really want to make that happen because I think I mentioned this it was I guess two weeks ago now, I really want to lick a fucking pussy. I miss it. I have not been with a woman since April. Yeah. That doesn't sound like that long as I'm saying that, but. Well, I mean, theoretically it is long. I mean, yeah, for you, it kind of is. And, and for how much. And from a play sense. Yeah. From how active I am in the lifestyle for me yeah. to not have been with a woman since April. That's a long fucking time. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. And for me, I just, I really needed to. Just get my bearings and and really want to be more involved, and I'm I am attempting to do that. But it really is going to be a very specific situation that I'm looking for. I have been contacted by a lot of local folks recently that are new. That they, they, like they they clearly mention that in their bios that we are brand new. It's like, well, where'd you folks come from? Like <laughs> just popping what? up out yeah, of the ground. What's happening? It must be that time of year. But no, it's because everyone's fucking moving here. I just read a statistic oh, sure. that we're one of the fastest growing cities in the entire country. Yeah, well, I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of new local folks reaching out. So there is going to be something. I'm going to set something up for sure at some point. I just want it to be the right thing. But meanwhile, I've got uh, a couple of lovely play partners that I'm probably going to see within the next week or so. And I'm looking forward to it. Just gearing up. Look, we're going to go to the Hot Wife event. We've never been to a Hot Wife event that wasn't ours. You're going to have a great time. I'm just going to lay my fat ass by the pool and chill. That's what I want to do. Gearing up for Pod Bash. And then it's going to be full on. I cannot wait. Oh, I cannot wait. Um, yes, I got some new uh, things like nipple jewelry that I'm going to wear. Uh, to Hot White Palooza. I'm so excited for that. I mean, this is like going to be the highlight of my summer besides Pod Bash. Yeah. And we actually, like I said, I think we talked about it last week. We went shopping together successfully for the first time, like clothing shopping, which never fucking happens, which we still have to. I need, I need more shit, but we're going to figure that out. Yeah. But we've never done that successfully because we got so much shit coming up. I just want to be prepared for it. You just you want know? to look like the stud you are. No, I need all the help I can get. So oh, jeez. I'll take the new clothes. My goodness. But most self-deprecating man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, I am eager to get back, as I said, back in the saddle, so to speak. Back in the saddle again. Don't ever do that again. Yeah, I'm not the best singer. I'm much better at other things. Yes. <laughs> I have many talents. Singing is not one of them. <laughs> That's why I don't even sing in the shower. You definitely can't sing. No, absolutely. There's only one song I can sing. <laughs> you want to say what it is? Sure don't. Are you sure? Nope, sure don't. Okay. No, there are some things that I'm just going to keep to between us. <laughs> if you catch me, uh, you know, having some cocktails and the song happens to come on, then maybe you'll be privy to it. <laughs> Very unlikely, but I'm going to play it at Pod Bash and give you the microphone. That's what I'm going to do Sunday. Uh, Sunday after you have a couple of cocktails. I'm not even going near the microphone on Sunday. I'm handing you the microphone and we're putting on that fucking track, man. Sunday, you're going to rock that pool party like it's the fucking rock concert. Sunday, man, for me uh, at our takeovers are usually just a fucking mess. Yeah, I don't know. 
We'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the sexy shit because I am very excited for this. It's been a hot minute since you have shared one of your stories on the show. Well, and- this is uh, this was a few weeks back. I've been not talking about it because you had so many really hot experiences. And I really, this is, you know, my experience with this gal particularly, they're just special because they're very infrequent. And, and you have an amazing chemistry with her. Yeah, she's lovely. So we are going to hear all about it. I'm going to hear about it for the first time, um, other than a couple of very, very small things that I've seen with my own two eyes. You have. So we will be doing that shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. Sex should be about the pleasure and it should be about giving as much pleasure to your partner or partners as possible, which is why Promescent has developed their flagship product, the Delay Spray. There are a lot of delay sprays on the market, but most of them are complete crap. I'm going to be real with you. Promescent is not. It's actually doctor tested and recommended. And it has this amazing absorption technology where all you have to do is spray a few sprays on right before playtime, allowed to absorb for a couple of minutes and go to work. And it's not going to transfer to your partner, leaving them all numb and completely eliminating the point of the delay spray. So this is a great product. It's been used by thousands, hundreds of thousands of men worldwide or penis having people worldwide. And we've actually used it ourselves, Brian and I, during our playtime. He says it works fabulously. We've recommended it to a lot of friends. They gush about it. So if you're one of those guys that finishes a little too quickly or just wants to keep the sexy playtime going a little bit longer than you typically do, this is the product for you. And right now you can get 10% off. All you have to do is go to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of their flagship product, the Delay Spray, and all of their other amazing bedroom wellness products. This episode of French Porch Swingers is brought to you by Shameless Care. It's so funny. I just saw a billboard the other day that was talking about getting erectile dysfunction medication and they have a $99 consultation fee and then you have to go sit in a doctor's office and maybe they'll prescribe it to you that day. Maybe they won't and maybe it'll be super freaking expensive. Shameless Care takes all of the headache out of it. There is no cost to do their intake form. And if you're accepted, you can get ED medication shipped affordably and discreetly right to your door. No awkward doctor visits, no co-pays, none of that stupid stuff. So if you want to try some ED medication for yourself, if you struggle with that, which is very common, especially in the lifestyle, you can head on over to shamelesscare.com, fill out their intake form, and you can use our code FPS to get $30 off your first month of ED medication. It's already more affordable than just about every service out there. Now it is even better because again, when you use code FPS at shamelesscare.com, you're going to get $30 off your first month of ED medication shipped discreetly to your door. Halloween is like swingers Christmas, but a lot of times us hot wife couples and single men get left out because if there's a Halloween event for lifestylers, often it's couples only, sometimes single ladies. But where do we hot wife couples and single guys fit in? Well, we have fixed that for you because we are hosting Hot Wife Halloween in the Denver area, October 28th. We cannot wait for this event. So bring your sluttiest costumes or your silliest costumes, whatever you prefer, and come join us and a bunch of other vetted and approved people for Hot Wife Wife Halloween in Denver. You can find all of the information on that event at members.frontporchswingers.com. We hope to see you there. So I got to say, it's exciting for me. A lot of what you and I've been talking about lately in terms of your play is it is very exciting for me when you play with people that you don't often get to play with, right? Because then when I get to hear the details of it, it feels like a surprise. And nothing against your regular play partners. I know that you adore playing with them, but there's something that 
I don't know. I guess the mystery's kind of gone, so it's not as interesting to me, if that makes any sense. So when you play with somebody like this that you've only played with twice ever, I'm just so excited to hear the details. Well, it's also like there's so much buildup around it, right? And there's and there's there's a, a story there yes. as well. Because for those of you who listened to the show, this lady I got the opportunity to meet several months back when it was her first time ever coming to Las Vegas. Yep. It was the first time she'd ever played with anyone other than her husband. Ever. ever in ever. her entire fucking life. Which I did not know. <laughs> until after. Until after when Thank you God. and I were out having drinks with her that yeah. evening. I was like... <laughs> Wait, wait, what? 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 <laughs> Say that again? I had no fucking idea. Yeah. So I got the I chance. can't even imagine what my face must have looked like when she said that. I, w- I don't even know what my face looked like because I had no clue. You thought I knew that. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> so only I, I was like, what? Holy shit. Like that was, I mean, that's a very, talk about a privilege. I mean, yes. it, if, listen, there's a lot of pressure there. I'm glad I didn't know that ahead of time. <laughs> anyway, I got the chance to see her. She came back in town again specifically to come to see me and it is when I say flattering that people would do that, it, that's a big fucking deal for me, right? Yes. So you always want to, and that, that's pressure in and of itself, always want to be the most hospitable you know, host when it comes to that. Well, and sometimes the second time is even more pressure than the first for time. Sure. Because if the first time was good, then it's like, okay, now I really have to live up to that again. I don't want to disappoint this person. I don't want them to walk away being like, well, that was a fucking waste of my time. Should have left it out of one and done. That's, well, that's exactly what this was. And fortunately... Far, it exceeded my expectations by far, to say the least. (laughs) Also, there was, again, something to be said for the idea of playing with someone more than once because now there's a level of comfort. Yep. Now, of course, I communicate with both she and her husband regularly. So we have that rapport. But when you're in each other's presence, especially when there's that length of time between the experiences, it was like seven months. Yes. Right? So not that it's brand new, but certainly there is still that excited energy. And it, it was just amazing. So she did come in town, stayed at a great hotel, beautiful hotel. Only for her would I ever trek to the Strip, obviously. <laughs> and so, At least it wasn't Center Strip. No, thank goodness. So I did go down to meet her. We met at the lobby, not at a lobby bar, but a bar in the hotel. She was there before me, obviously. So get parked and deal with all that shit and get in there. And then she's sitting at this table. She looked amazing in this beautiful dress, beautiful heels. She always done. is so well put together. Yeah, she is a, She is every bit a lady. When when you think of someone, a lady, like this is a lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just lady elegant. Lady in the streets, freak in the sheets. She is just The best elegant. kind of lady. Yeah. Yep. She is just elegant. She was sitting down. She was drinking a martini waiting for me. Big hug, big kiss, which was great to see her. So we got a chance to sit and just kind of catch up. And we had been talking a lot about some of the experiences that she and her partner had been having. Of course, like a lot of us, they struggle in the lifestyle. You know, they have a, you know, they're not, they're not experiencing all these amazing things because they do, she plays with single guys and it's always a struggle. So again, with that in mind, you never, I never want to be like, Oh shit, I don't want to be one of those guys. Right. So I don't want to be that dumbass. I don't want to be that fucking guy. Yeah. So all of that, of course, running through my head the whole time. But just being able to be near her and you know, my hand on her leg and flirting a little bit, just a great time. So we probably sat there. The truth is, I don't know that we were there 20 minutes. Because there was an eagerness to get the fuck out of there and get upstairs. I was just going to ask you that. Were you like itching to get? I, mean, I didn't even finish my drink. We just 
we just went upstairs. Because right? I thought it was really interesting. You got there. You texted me to let me know you were there. And then next thing I know, you're texting me saying you're going upstairs. I was like, right. whoa. Yeah. Because you're usually pretty slow to the trigger. Like, you want to take your time. You really want to talk. So I was shocked. Uh, well, I never wanted to be like, I'm rushing you to get undressed. <laughs> yeah. You know what take I mean? Take your panties off already if you're but wearing any. She was like, to me, Do you, should we go upstairs? I'm like, uh, yeah, absolutely we should. <laughs> so... Right away, we get upstairs. She wanted to step into the restroom and put on something a little bit more comfortable. So <laughs> I sat down on the chair, and there was a beautiful room. They had a I'm great sure that space. was her concern was comfort, too. That's yeah, all she was thinking about. For sure. <laughs> beautiful uh, room that she was in, that they were in. Because also this trip, I got to meet her husband. We both did. We got a chance to meet them later that evening, which we'll get to. He's a fucking badass. Oh, my God. What a fucking great dude. Yeah. Of course, chatting with him on the phone and and texting and stuff. But when you get to meet him in person, what a fucking great guy. So I'm sitting down in this kind of club chair kind of thing. Got my shoes off. Just getting comfortable. She comes out of the bathroom in heels and this black piece of lingerie. Yeah. Like I said, all about the comfort and fucking heels. What's funny, part of this, there's a story to this. She was entertaining some guy at some point at home, and they had played a few times, and without getting too much into it, at one point, she had on this this particular outfit. I did not know that this was the outfit that she was talking to me about, but he made a comment to her about, well, you really shouldn't wear the heels kind of thing, right? One of those kind of, you know, oh, telling her what to wear. fuck off, dude. Well, she comes out in five-inch heels and this silky piece of lingerie. A dude who's telling her to take off stiletto heels? I insisted she keep them on during the entire play session. <laughs> so she didn't, she, she told me that. Kind I'm of sure like, you didn't insist. You no, requested. No, I was like, please keep those on. Yes. Do not take those you off. You very politely requested. Yeah, I was like, under no circumstances. Do you need to take those shoes off unless it's for comfort? So she comes over and she's kind of like standing in front of me. And she's telling me this is the outfit the guy told me that like I didn't like I didn't need to keep the shoes on. I'm like <laughs> bullshit. If you're comfortable, keep those fucking shoes on. <laughs> so now I think I talked about this last time. In fact, I know I did. She literally sucked my cock like it was the last thing on earth she was supposed to do. I was, of course, looking forward to that experience. Sure. Which she knew and used to her advantage. And so sat me, kept me in that chair, takes my pants off and just starts sucking my cock. Oh, that's And I could literally watch her and enjoy her do this all day. (laughs) And of course, she mentioned that she could also do that all day for me. She enjoys it, which I, I just, I, I don't know how else to explain it. When someone enjoys providing pleasure to someone, there's just, it's just special, right? Mm. It's different. Yep. And so, of course, now while she's sucking my cock, I'm trying to get the rest of my clothes off, you know, feverishly unbuttoning my shirt, and, <laughs> you know, getting, uh, getting naked on this chair. She has still got this piece of lingerie on, but it is form-fitting but loose enough that I can touch her breasts and kind of feel around. And, and she looks so fucking good and I didn't want to take it off of her right away and didn't want to be like Johnny on the spot rushing her out of her clothes. So I just let her stay right where she was. I didn't want her to move or stop. <laughs> so I just kind of worked my way around it and figured it out. And in between a little bit, we, you know, this went on for a while. We, we'd kiss a little bit and I'm touching on her. She would stand up and I could lick on her breasts and kind of suck on her breasts and kiss her on, on her body and that kind of thing. And we were in this chair and in this space I mean, it had to be 15 or 20 minutes. Sounds very sensual. It really was. Well, again, 
not seeing each other for seven months, really, and only having that one experience. Yeah, you want to like drink each other in. Well, and that one, the first time was so fucking hot. And the last thing you want to do is rush the second or, you know, the next experience and not really take, like I said, take it all in and, and, and enjoy all of it. So. There was no rushing involved in this at all. This is also like two in the afternoon. Yeah, and that's also something that is so different about the people that I only get to see once in a blue moon. Because if it's somebody that I see every other week, it's like, I of course, I enjoy my time with them, but I'm in the back of my head going, well, I know I'm going to have this again in a couple weeks. Versus with somebody that I almost never get to see. It's like, we have to fucking make this worth it. Every second has to be worth it. For sure. You want to enjoy every fucking minute of it, which is exactly what I was doing. And as much as I wanted to get her completely naked and get her on the bed, I was hesitant to have her stop sucking my cock. She's licking my ball. She's running her tongue along the shaft. I mean, it was. there's no reason for me to want to have her stop. Of course. Other than to provide her with the uh, congruent amount of pleasure. So eventually... I stood up, took the kind of silky piece of lingerie she was wearing off. It was kind of like a kind of like a baby doll kind of thing, you know, okay. a, a spaghetti strap kind of deal, a little lacy but silky, just just amazing. And she has the best tits. So I did she, get to see those. I yeah, did yeah, get to see those. You did, and she looked amazing <laughs> in these things. And fortunately. Uh, she does. She enjoys some nipple play, and apparently, she very much enjoys the way that I kind of provide that for her. And it's very much a turn on for her. So I do as much of that as as I possibly can. So when I got her out of that thing, and we get over to the bed, we're kind is she of, just completely naked? Now she's now? Na- well with the heels. Oh, right. Naked, so not completely heels. naked. Not completely naked. We got over to the bed, and we're kind of laying uh, there side by side. And I'm touching all over her. We're kissing, and I'm, I'm really paying a lot of attention to her breasts. And eventually, I are you like nibbling on them? Or? Yes, l- little nibbling, which she enjoys. Kissing, nibbling on the nipple and around the nipple. And it's also how I fondle them, if you will. It's kind of like fondle, a fondle. That's not a good word. Yeah, but it's like caress. Let's say caress. Yeah, caressing them and biting them and nibbling on them simultaneously. Oh yeah, that's there's hot. just a thing for her that she enjoys. Not, I don't know that necessarily she is as sensitive as you are or Jade is where Jade could just orgasm from nipple play. Yeah. I don't know that that's necessarily the case, but there is a heightened sense of eroticism for her when I'm doing that. Well, so, mine aren't sensitive at all. You fucking gnaw on my right, nipples. but you enjoy them. Oh, God. I mean, God. there's a level of enjoyment that you experience that yeah. most people do not. I love you know? when you slap them too. Yes. <laughs> In I case did anyone didn't that. know that. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> So what I did, of course, I, I I just want to go down on her. She's wet and she just tastes so good. So I start going down on her and still paying attention to her nipples. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a thing. It just drove her crazy, which drives me crazy. I am hard as a fucking rock. Like this is just, it's intense. So I'm going down on her. Has a couple of orgasms very quickly. For me, I think it's always that combination, right? You find the right combination. What works? Nibbling, licking caressing her breasts at the same time, nibbling on her thighs, which of course I love to do that. It was just fucking super intense. So she's sensitive now, which I can tell. So I I stop for a while and we start making out again a little bit. And at some point she did mention to me that her husband asked for video or pictures. Well, we had completely forgotten all about that. There wasn't a fucking phone to be found anywhere (laughs) near us because we literally had just gotten so fucking into this I, I, we just didn't think about it. You right. Know? So we're, you know, this is 30 minutes, 40 minutes in. And I gave up on that completely. I wasn't even thinking of it. Neither was she. So we're full on making out and caressing each other. She says she wants to ride my cock. 
okay, those are the words to my, you know, music to my ears, right? So we're on the bed. I, I kind of especially with her amazing tits. Oh well, that's just it because you they're, you get the whole scene. Yeah. You know? So I shuffle my myself up to the head of the bed. I had already had condoms opened up on the nightstand. Boy Scout Brian. Yep, I'm, I'm always ready. So I'll get a condom on. She climbs right on top of me. And the first time we were together, she did not ride me. I was not aware of just how much she enjoyed that. And so, again, when someone enjoys something, all the better, right? If I had known that that's exactly what would have happened the first time, because I'm here to tell you, she rode me like, uh, it was like the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) It was on. And of course, I have full access to her amazing tits, and I'm all over them. Does that make you the horse? <laughs> For sure. She she could have stayed there as long as she fucking wanted to. It was so fucking hot. And while she is, on many levels, submissive and, and in those situations, there is something about her where she's like, I want to do this, or will you do that? Not so much directing, but giving me the, the cues the verbal cues. Like topping from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, fuck yeah, absolutely. I'll do that. 100%. Yeah. And in that mode and when you're in, you're, you're in that mindset, it's like, it's just a fucking turn on for me. So, of course, I'm nibbling on her and, and I'm squeezing and spanking her ass a little bit and she is just grinding on me. It is so fucking intense. Ugh. So that goes on for quite a while because she really enjoys that position, but I had to fuck her. <laughs> had to. So she turns over. I'm fucking her from behind now. She's on all fours and then eventually flat down and I'm straddling her from behind and just fucking the shit out of her. It's so fucking intense. I would assume she has a great ass too. I've only seen it clothed, but... She does. She's got a nice booty. Lightly spanking, nothing hard, really more squeezing than anything. I'm leaning forward and I'm nibbling on her neck and on on the back of her, her upper back a little bit. Not so much restraining her, but controlling her, I would say, more than anything to some degree. So eventually, I turn her over. And that's when she goes, oh, shit, we need a video or picture. I'm like, oh, all right, hang on. I had to go get off the bed, get my phone. And so I, I reposition myself. I'm now on top of her, fucking while I'm on top of her. And I'm trying to, you know, manipulate the fucking phone at the same Fumbling time. with the camera. Stupid fucking phone. And that's when I sent you, well, I took the video. Yeah. Right? And it was, I don't know, a couple of minutes long. And there was a couple of different ones. It was fucking hot. The one I saw was so hot. Well, I didn't have any fucking idea what this thing was going to look like. Because I'm fucking her. I've got one of her legs. Her left leg is over my shoulder. The phone is in my right hand. And you're not the best with the camera to begin with. I am terrible at this. I'm (laughs) terrible at this. Just for future reference, anybody interested, I cannot fucking do this very well. Do not hire Brian as your filmographer. You don't even want me to take a still picture. Yeah. So I'm working this whole thing. And I I took a couple of pictures, or at least I thought I did, but I had the video on, right? Well, eventually she's like, give me the phone. I'll do it. Because it was clearly clumsily being done. (laughs) So I gave her the phone. So now, and that's what you saw, I think. Now I've got both of her legs over my shoulders. I am fucking pounding her. And she's holding the and phone? she's holding this fucking phone the best she can. What a fucking trooper. And then eventually she like put the phone in one hand and was kind of trying to hold it. And I don't even know if she was trying to film anything at that point, but she did get some footage. <laughs> So, and, and I sent you that as well. So, she, you know, it was a couple Yeah, all of I see is you just like fucking the shit out of her and her tits are bouncing all oh, over the place and she's moaning. And I'm like, oh, this is so sexy. So, I already, well, so we're so into this. 
she hands me the phone. I just throw the fucking phone. I thought I had turned it off. <laughs> I had not. So what you got a lot of was audio, yep. but no fucking picture because the phone is flat down. You're just, it's on the bed. Yeah, but that's almost hotter to me. And I know you feel the same way. I would yeah. rather hear than see. A hundred percent. Because then it's like all you're focusing on is the noises, the squishing noises well, and the moans and the... It's like people ask us all the time, well, why don't you guys play together? Because if I'm watching, it really does take the surprise element out of it. Yeah. If I'm listening, at least then I'm not necessarily, I don't know 100% what's going on because I know you. I have some idea right. of what's going on and I get to paint my my own picture in my head, which a lot of times is hotter than what's actually happening, right? <laughs> and then if you, not with me. <laughs> well, but then if you don't hear it at all or and don't see it at all, then it's later on where you and I get together and you get to tell me. And you're like, oh, I called that, but like, I was I wrong I, there. Yep, yeah. I, yep, I thought I had that down, but maybe not necessarily that. So yeah. I, for me, like that that mystery is just the hottest piece of it. It's like a naughty little game. It is. but And if all you're doing is hearing, right, especially after you did get to see some of it. Yeah. And then, I, like I said, I, I literally tossed the fucking phone behind me. I, don't even know, I didn't even know it landed on the bed, honestly. Well, the only other audio I heard was literally hard pounding well, and her having this crazy fucking orgasm from that moment that i just tossed that thing again she's on her back i'm on I'm, she i've got both of her legs above my head and we're kind of her head's kind of on the corner of the bed i was fucking her so hard that we were going off of the bed i had to reposition <laughs> myself and pull us back onto the bed and that went on for a hot fucking second man and eventually from that position turned her over again and was fucking her from behind again i don't even remember at one point I ended up back on my back and I fell, I laid on the phone and that's when I grabbed it and realized, oh shit, this thing is still on. <laughs> and then I finally turned it off and just tossed it on the floor. But so she gets back on top of me, riding me again. And when someone's like, you do the same thing. When, when someone's riding you and they have an orgasm and they genuinely enjoy that position, you're seeing all of them. It's not like you're on top. It's like you're looking up and you can see everything. And especially when you could see like the, absolute ecstasy on their face when they do that yeah it's just the hottest fucking thing to me mm-hmm. that's why when you and i when you're you're riding me it's like the hottest fucking thing ever oh god i love it i almost break your cock off sometimes though. well yeah because well you squeeze so fucking hard from that position i can't get out you know <laughs> like i'm, I'm tra- trapping trapped. your cock yeah but so like she, my pussy becomes a chastity cage it's, yeah I you're fucking just love stuck it. you're yeah you gotta be you gotta buckle up get ready for the ride you gotta hold on because <laughs> it's happening but she's on top of me. She has this amazing orgasm. She makes the most amazing noises. And again, from there, back on the bed, she's back on her back again. And I couldn't not get, I couldn't get enough of the visual of her tits, like in every, all these fucking positions. So again, she's on her back. I'm fucking her again. And then finally I came because, I mean, it was, this is now going on for the better part of, it was over an hour since the time we started when she started sucking my cock. It was just full on, uh, it was just hot and heavy, nonstop. And so I laid down, she lays down, we're laying there for a bit, just kind of touching each other and really just catching up on how amazing it was and how we need to do this more often kind of thing where, you know, it's like, well, shit, we only see each other like once every seven months. We got to figure this out. (laughs) And probably, I don't know, 15 minutes or so in, I'm ready to go again. Like she's stroking my cock and it's, uh, it's on again. So damn. Yeah. So she starts sucking my cock. She's stroking my cock. 
there's no doubt that this is happening. I reach over. I have to climb over to the other side of the bed, grab another condom, and we start going at it again. And probably another 20 or 30 minutes of me fucking her on top, biting her nipples, licking all over her. We're making out. And, I mean, it was so fucking intense. It did was you just, come again? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, harder the second time than I did the first time. Dear Lord, man. So fucking intense. You're 53. How do you pull this shit off? I, well, I, I tell people all the time, it's a lot of fucking testosterone. <laughs> so, you know, well, that's just it, right? It's like those intense moments with people that you have not seen often, it, they do lend themselves to intense to intense fucking sessions. They yeah. just do. Especially when there is the connection like the one she and I have. It's There is a, a heat to it that is hard to explain. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that there is distance between us. Yeah. Right? There's that separation. Mm-hmm. But there's also a very high level of appreciation that we have for each other, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can I can tell she really, truly enjoys being with you. I mean, it is not just, I mean, she doesn't come to Vegas and come hang out with you just to come to Vegas and hang out with someone. Well, that's just it. First of all, she's traveling a long fucking way away just to hang out with me. Yep. Now, she was here with her husband, so as I say, we got a chance to meet him later that okay, night. Okay, but I want to talk about this whole situation. Oh, because it was amazing, yeah. So you come home, you are leaving the hotel and you send me the first little clip of the video. Right. So I'm at home revved the fuck up and it takes a while for you to come home. And we had dinner with friends that night. We had friends in town. So we went straight. So here I am with this fucking video. That's so fucking hot. We have to immediately get ready, go to fucking dinner. We go from dinner to drinks with everyone. Then we go have another drink with this woman that you're talking about and her husband get to meet him fucking loved talking to them. We were out late because they were just so much fucking fun. And that's what I'm saying. We were out until like fucking 1130 or midnight, which is late for us, as you guys know. Then we stopped to drive all the way home. So we didn't fuck until the next day. So you teased the fucking shit out of me, man, with this hot ass video. And then I didn't even get any relief from it until probably 15 hours after I saw it. Well, I also was not expecting to be able to provide the video because she and I did not do that the first time. There was no conversation about that the first time. Her husband and I did not talk about it. So I didn't realize that's what he wanted. He certainly could have told me I would have been, I would have just done it, but I had no clue. I didn't know until she and I were literally in the middle of fucking. And I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta find my phone. I don't even know where the fuck this thing is at this point. So it was really a last minute thing. So I didn't know I'd be even able to provide you with that, which (laughs) I thought was super fucking hot. I haven't seen, I haven't watched that again since we, I sent it. We need to look at that again. Oh, it's hot. I've never even watched it in its entirety. I just sent it to you. Well, the other thing that now that I'm hearing this story and, you know, thinking back to seeing the video for the first time and everything, I think the next time you have a play session with somebody who's at least down for it, I would love to hear you come. Like when you know you're getting close. Well, you did, didn't you? I don't know. Oh, I thought you did. I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was on the video. I not, the first time. Not I thought the it was video on, I've seen. I thought it was on there. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was, maybe it's the audio piece of it. I don't even remember anymore. But I think that'd be super fucking hot. I can't remember the last time I heard you come with somebody else. Oh, I don't even know. It's so sexy. Well, I have because I, well, I love that noise from you. It is such a turn on the way you have an orgasm. Because I've talked about this many times on the show, but I love that like guttural growling, just moaning, losing yourself in the moment orgasm. And you do that all the fucking time. So to hear you do that with somebody else, I think would be really intense. I think there's a very distinct possibility I might be able to pull that off Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Well, she pretty, seems down for a lot. Um, She's a fucking blast. She so. is so much fun. But yeah, I mean, I love that you got to have this experience. You really did come back just like glowing from it. Well, it's again, not being able to see someone for that length of time who I, this is not just a, 
this isn't just a lustful thing. I have a tremendous amount of respect for both her and her partner and their relationship because it's incredibly unique. Their lifestyle dynamic is really unique. Yes. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for both of them. I, I adore them. And being able to... I mean, it's really a kind of reconnect with her after so long. I said seven or eight months. It was it was a long time. And having the same connection, because that's the other thing. You don't ever know. Right. Right? You have a great connection the first time. All that time goes by. And then it's a complete dud. Yeah. yeah we've had that happen. Yeah. Now you're going to see someone. It's like, oh, shit. This kind of isn't the same as it was the first time. There's always that concern, right? Well, also, the other thing is uh, you change a lot as a person in seven months. For sure. I change. I feel like every two or three months I go through kind of an evolution in the lifestyle where I start being interested in different types of people, different activities. So if I haven't seen someone in seven or eight months, I could be a very different sexual partner and vice versa than I was the first time. So to hear that it worked out so well that you had an even better time the second time, that's fantastic. Well, that's just it. And I think that lends itself to what I... I firmly, I do firmly believe it. While I do waver occasionally, particularly the last few weeks, as you, as you and I were talking about, we did need that break because the regularity with which we were playing, I think, did take a toll on just where I was mentally or where we were mentally because of everything we've got going on. It really did just kind of become one. It all melded together. It was the personal yeah. and professional just became this one melding of the lifestyle. And that's not good. for Not not, not for us. Yep. I'm sure there are some people who can function that way. We cannot. Not for any length of time. That's a powder keg, right? That's got a shelf life. Mm-hmm. We, we can't do it. So that melding really was an issue. Separating that now, you know, and just thinking about that experience and talking about what potentially we have going on, for me really does, as I mentioned, get the juices flowing again. And <laughs> Every makes, time you say it, my mind goes straight to the gutter. Well, for sure it does. But it also charges me up for mine and you, for our play. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm eager now for you and I to experience some things. Like I'm thinking about what I had just said, or actually we talked about it on the bonus episode, your friend Cade wanting to learn how to flog and, and those kinds of things. Me showing him on you how to use the flogger, that sounds hot to me. Yeah. Where a couple of weeks ago, I would have been like, ah, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> I know. You know. It really does put everything into perspective. Yeah, it really does. And experiences like this with my amazing friend, it reminds me of just how fucking intense this space can be if you open your mind up to it. Yes. I mean, that's really what it is. Especially like if somebody was just reaching out to us. They were talking about swinger insurance, right? These guys are about Viagra and Cialis and all this shit. I told the guys, look, man, I, I could take a bottle of fucking Viagra. It won't make a fucking bit of difference if I am not mentally in that space. Right. It's all mentally. So for me, if I am not all there, like if I'm not bought in, I'm all out. Yep. It's, all, it's all or nothing for me. And this kind of experience does make me, reminds me, of just why we do this and why I want to be active in the space because that experience was super fucking hot and I got to share a portion of it with you and it was really unexpected. Yeah. I was not expecting to do that. I had no idea. It really was a delightful surprise. So I'm so glad that you got to have this amazing experience. She's a lovely woman and I can't wait for them to come back to Vegas. Me either. I'm looking forward to seeing them. They're not going to make it to Podbash, not this, not now, but maybe 2024. So we are going to be covering more stuff on this week's bonus episode, of course, because that's what we do. And we do that as a thank you to our Patreon community. We're also going to be putting up a new episode of Sex on Your Terms. I've had a few 
few of you reach out recently and ask what happened to that podcast. It did not go away. That was our other podcast we were doing. We just now do it only for our Patreon members. So if you'd like all of those bonuses and want to support the show, we would super appreciate it. You can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see me doing really naughty shit with really hot men. And who doesn't really? <laughs> you should head on over to OnlyFans. I'm putting up new scenes left and freaking right, man. I have been busy editing, busy putting shit up. I've got some really hot stuff to show you guys. Well, you so, got more stuff coming up too. Yeah, I have a couple more shoots that yeah. are scheduled. So you guys are in for some treats if you're there. And you can find that at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. If you would like to join us for an upcoming event, including Pod Bash or Hot Wife Halloween or any of the other fun stuff we have coming up, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com for that. Again, go check out that bonus episode we put up last week. That was a bonus episode for everyone, not just for our Patreon members. So go hear about this amazing documentary, Open, that is going to be coming out and how you can support it. And I think that's what we have for you this week. Yeah, we have a lot of events coming up. As I said, we're scheduled right now all the way through March of 24. So if you want to come to Denver, Austin, Portland, Houston, Florida, I mean, there's a lot happening. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for all of it. And as always, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.